Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. In the face of a statewide labor shortage, immigrant essential workers are voicing their role in Wisconsin's economy, including in agriculture. This week, immigrant workers and their supporters closed a nine-day, 90-mile march from Milwaukee at the state capitol. Tina Hinchley was one of the marchers. She's a dairy farmer in Cambridge, Wisconsin. She was also there to represent the Wisconsin Farmers Union. Tina, how far did you march? My daughter and I walked uh, 11 miles on uh, Saturday, and the day before I did just seven. But I tell you what, our legs, oh my gosh. The immigrants that we were walking with, the the Latinos, oh my gosh, they are so strong, and, and they're kids. We did host a dinner for them on Saturday night, and everybody enjoyed our cows. They enjoyed the milk. We enjoyed some beef. We enjoyed some ice cream and some cheese. And it was wonderful. I really want to know what you learned during this experience. Oh my gosh, I learned that these people that are walking all the way from Milwaukee to Madison have got a lot of strength, a lot of ambition, and their hearts are set on this. And this is their livelihood. They, this, this is the most important thing in their whole life right now, is to become citizens. And it's no different than anybody else that has come to the United States of America. They want to be able to have the the rights and the opportunities that everybody else does. Um, I'm a dairy farmer and with working in the dairy industry we do know that there are many 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 farms that have undocumented employees. They are not able to get a driver's license that's legal and if they do get pulled over they end up going to jail for it. Shame on us. That's, That's completely ridiculous. We also need to make sure that they have a pathway to citizenship, just like all of us. My family has come over from Germany. My husband's came over from Norway and England. We have to make sure that everybody that is here, especially as they're working their days and nights, many of them working two or more jobs to sustain a family and to pay the rent and to to send oftentimes money back to help their families at home. They They need to be respected. They need to be valued. And doggone it. They need to have rights just like us. They need citizenship. I'd like you to just to touch on the driver's license again because it, it seems like a simple issue, but it has a big impact, especially on the farm. It does because those, those employees that are coming to the farm, first of all, they have to have a vehicle to get there. If by chance they get pulled over for anything, they go to jail. This is just completely ridiculous. They are driving our equipment. They are, are working alongside us. Really, our kids start off at 15 to get a driver's license at 16. I'm sorry, this is something that every person, this is a right that everybody should have. And if we're being criticized because they don't have an ID or if they're hiding in the dark because they are not uh, documented, this is gonna be a step forward so they can get documentation so that they can say, hey, this is who I am and I am here. I am a citizen of the state of Wisconsin. I am working here. Instead, they're hiding and they're afraid. And that should not be. Uh, Did you see other farmers alongside you? Um, Not for the walk. We did not. Um, It was raining. So that had a lot to do with some of it. But um, I do know that um, I do write for Dairy Star 
uh, which is a dairy magazine, and I have had some responses back when I have written about this issue. And my daughter also was a, a columnist for one week uh, representing and discussing the, the issues that migrant laborers have to deal with. The event was hosted by Voces de la Frontera, the goal being to pressure President Biden and Dems in Congress to pass citizenship for all and some upcoming legislation. Voces de la Frontera's executive director, Christine Newman-Ortiz, talked with me at the event. She was happy with the turnout and happy with the organization's supporters in agriculture. The reason that we chose to do this nine-day march from Milwaukee to Madison is in recognition. Obviously, this is the state capital of government. It's where we've seen, sadly, uh, the absence of... um, driver's licenses, as we've seen, you know, blocked here at the state and immigration reform blocked or not passed um, for several administrations, actually. And so there's a recognition that we have a historic moment now that cuts across all party lines because the majority of people in Wisconsin do support immigration reform, do support restoring driver's licenses here in Wisconsin. And uh, so we decided to, to do this march to really give voice to immigrant essential workers um, in agriculture, but also in all cuts across all industries, especially during this pandemic, uh, where they have been largely left out um, and not been given the voice and visibility that they deserve. Under this administration, we do have a historic opportunity to push for immigration reform with a path to citizenship for 11 million in Biden's Go Big, Go Bold uh, Jobs Act and uh, the big kind of spending bill that doesn't require bipartisan support, a simple majority. This was a campaign promise and it did motivate a lot of Latino and immigrant families here to either vote or get their family and friends to vote to fulfill that promise. And we knew that we would have to keep pushing afterwards. And so this is really a moment where we know that we need to step it up, that all of us that you know, know people or that appreciate people who have been um, feeding us, who have been cleaning, who've been in meat processing plants or in fields or been in construction, you know, manufacturing, all of these jobs where 80% of immigrant workers are doing, are in those types of jobs, uh, that we need citizenship now, that families should not have to leave, live 30 years in fear that waiting for the shoe to drop when their family is going to be torn apart. No children should have to live that way. And people need to know that they're the ones that can make it happen. That's why we're inviting people not just to participate in today's event as part of kind of a national movement to make sure citizenship is included in this jobs bill, but that as we move forward, um, we invite more and more people to participate, even if that means just calling our Democratic representatives uh, by phone and saying, fight for this, vote for this, make sure it happens. So even if they said, I'll, I'll do it, we need champions. If you don't have champions, you've got nothing. We know the people are the champions, and we need all of them, each and every one, to raise their voice. Were you satisfied with the turnout that you got at this event and then throughout the whole march? Yes. I mean, we knew it was, was going to be a challenge because coming out of the pandemic, we're still in the pandemic, immigrants have shouldered a lot of the work during this time, and they've also been excluded. So from any kind of, even though they contribute um, to unemployment, contribute to our social security system, because of their status, they can't benefit from it. So we know that there's been a lot of economic hardship, suffering, hunger, in real way, even though they're producing food, there's still like many, many people that are going hungry and haven't had that. So, so as we're like stepping into this kind of reopening, 
we know that um, it has been very, very difficult for people to come out at this moment because of the, the hardship that they have. That's why, to me, it was so powerful that everyone who participated along the way, not just immigrants, Latinos, but people of, you know, black, you know, people of European descent, people of African descent, uh, indigenous uh, community, everyone that participated, um, you know, it was beautiful, it was strong, it was representative. We had over 30 organizations that came out and supported in different ways. I personally fell in, even though I love Wisconsin, I really fell in love with Wisconsin, its people, uh, its beauty, and this over 90-mile journey because we were welcomed by people. We were, uh, people gave us food and water, committed to join us here. So we are really at a reopening and um, stage. So we've had, you know, several hundreds of people um, participating. Even though we've had in the past uh, large, large numbers, uh, like tens of thousands, we know because of the pandemic, that's, uh, that's, that's part of the contribution. But uh, this movement has been going for 20 years now. And that's why we know that uh, Democrats have said recently, have said that it will be included. Uh, it is a plan B, and it's becoming obvious there is no bipartisan legislation. So it's really for the people. We got it this far, and we just have to keep going to get it done. Yeah, the pressure's on. Um, are you guys going to be visiting Tammy Baldwin? I think we just need to keep the pressure on. We know that our, friend, our allies in agriculture are making sure that message gets to her. Our supporters in the LGBTQ community are making sure that message gets to her. So I, I think we're going to keep going, and uh, and we know in the you know the ag community is making sure that message gets to her because what I guess what's impressed me most about the members of the Wisconsin Farmers Union have been you know spoken on behalf of the members and the communities is that with their heart in their hand recognize and uphold the inherent dignity and contributions of immigrant workers here in Wisconsin. And too much, too often, they are treated as invisible and expendable. It is extremely powerful and an important contribution to have Wisconsin Farmers Union standing up saying um, they are our equals, they feed us, they care for us, they deserve driver's licenses and citizenship. It makes a difference. And uh, that humanity, that bottom-up push, that's where that change is going to come from. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you wanted to add about this event? For myself as being one of those 11 that did the nine-day march, um, it was very emotional. It was very, very emotional to finally see the Capitol. Um, because it is, it was physically <laughs> taxing. Yeah. And it was uh, both symbolic and real. And so very, very emotional, beautiful ex experience. Again, that's the executive director of Voces de la Frontera, Christine Newman-Ortiz, and before her, Tina Hinchley of the Wisconsin Farmers Union and a dairy farmer in Cambridge. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.